Hi, I'm Brian Prob from the Philadelphia Flyers. You're listening to Corner Pub Stores. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Corner Plus Sports coming at you live. What's up? It's Mike. <laughs> Mike and Sean coming at you. Uh, yeah, a little, little different circumstances than what we're used to. Um, we had a, uh, we had a COVID case. That was me. <laughs> so, uh, so we are, uh, we are doing it remotely. Uh, Ryan and Gary will be back next week. Um, so, but, but I we, will not. Yeah, and you will not. No, so. But we thank you guys all for joining us here live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And, of course, if you're downloading the show on uh, Stitcher and iTunes and TuneIn and, and as Gary would say, Satchel, uh, we thank you guys so much for uh, for joining us. So um, we, we went to do a show tonight because we didn't do one last week, uh, which actually worked out because that was the day I got hit with it, with this. We weren't going Friggin to be doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah, so it kind of worked it ruined out. It the next day's plans, but, yeah. oh, you know. good for you. It wasn't good for me. It was terrible. No. I had, I yeah, had, yeah, you seem to have a pretty uh, a pretty bad bout. Yeah. It. It was three, you know what, though? Dude, it was three days. I survived, you know. There's yep. people who, who can't say that. So, yeah, all, I all mean, things and, considered, I'll take it. And you probably have better immunity than most of us for going forward, so. Ooh. So, I just I – just, cracked open a uh, i don't know where this where this came from someone dropped it off yards uh yards filthy it's oh a, yeah it's an unfiltered hazy ipa it's um nice it's good i don't know where this came from i don't remember i got a pretty good one too i went shopping a little bit ago i got the oh uh, yeah elysian yeah 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 where is that from where is this from uh Neighbor location, Seattle. Seattle. Okay. That's good? Yeah. Oh, okay. What is it, an IPA? Yeah, it's a Space Dust IPA. So it's a regular IPA. Okay. Space what do we got on Dust, mother, mother. 8.2%. <laughs> so, uh, that'll yeah, that'll do a, it. It's a heavy hitter. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. I don't know what this one is here. I'm trying to see. This. Uh, I usually can comment, but for some reason it's not letting me comment. On, uh... Oh really? Yeah. yeah, we're having some weird. Yeah, it's going. it's been a little weird. Weird. Technical. I wonder if uh, I wonder if it's the um, if Streamyard changed some stuff up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the the, the uh, stream was a little weird getting on tonight, so we're a couple minutes late. But uh, yeah, mine's a six point six and a half percenter, so it's not too nice. bad. But I had a uh, I had a wrench earlier. That's seven point something. Nice. So, okay. Uh, but yeah, so before we get to anything. Uh, we have a very special event that we are doing on the 26th of uh, June, so we're only a couple weeks away here. 
uh, a little bit more than two weeks away. And Nick's Roast Beef on Cotman Avenue in Philadelphia. We are teaming up with Drunk Phil's fans. Of course, we had Chris on with us uh, on our last show uh, of Drunk Phil's fans. You could you could follow him on Facebook and Twitter and, and such, uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, they, so, I, I've yeah. been I've been catching their stuff a little bit more often, and they're uh, they're pretty funny. They're, yeah, you know, there's the, some the some meme good the memes are good. Yeah, they do a nice job. Um, but yeah, so so Chris and the team of uh, Drunk Phil fans will be joining us. Um, over at Nick's. So what is it? So they they don't do the podcast. So they're just gonna kind of sit in with us and and just kind of yeah hang out, watch the game afterwards. Yeah. Or we're so kind of like what's what's the deal with that? So yeah. So so the event starts at uh starts at one uh at Nick's and um like I said it's Sunday fun day. Um so we're gonna do a podcast you know two hours you know we won't do a show Friday that week we'll do it that Sunday, and then um uh we got about an hour break before the Philly start. And uh, we are actually raising money for the Darren Dalton Foundation. So Which we're, is awesome. we're yeah, we're gonna have some really cool stuff uh, for everyone. Everyone that attends, you have a chance to win uh, door prizes, stuff like that. And then and then we're gonna do raffles and fifty fifties, and that money's gonna go direct to the Darren Dalton Foundation. Uh, we have uh, so far a, a, an autographed uh, John Cruck comic book. Uh, oh, we, that's awesome. Yeah, um, we like, have. What's the comic book? Is it? It's called Crucker, I think it's called. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, we have a Kyle Kendrick and Scott Ayer, uh, two 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 thousand eight World Series champions, uh, signed balls. Um, there's some other gear as well. I'm I'm trying to look it up, but yeah, we're gonna get a, a basket, you know, for anybody that yeah. gives a shit about our stuff. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have a CPS. <laughs> we'll have a CPS basket. We will have a. Um, you got a, Phillies tickets, right? Phillies tickets. That was the other thing. Thank you. Yeah, good seats too uh, for July seventh. Uh, the July seventh game. Um, we have, uh, let me see what else here. Um, yeah, I, it's, oh, that's right. Duh. Steve Jeltz. Steve Jeltz will be coming out and awesome. uh, supporting the event. So former Philadelphia Philly infielder Steve Jeltz will be coming out in person. There was another item. I, I'm, I'm missing it. I'm trying to look it up and it's not him. Well, there's a drunk Phillies fan basket. There's a corner plus sports basket. We'll have other stuff too. Bobbleheads, some flags. Oh, I think I got, the drunk got, Phillies fans they have some uh, some merchandise that they'll probably sell in to to donate right. the profits. I, or I have a uh, James Harden uh, jersey, brand new jersey. Um, so we'll have that. So yeah, a bunch of stuff, man. And then uh, they, um, I, I know the drunk Phillies fans will be happy to for us to promote the fact that their their own beer, mm-hmm. um, Jam the Batter. You know, I am not a fan of sours, but it it's. It's one of the few. It's the only sour that I've ever been able to actually drink. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's that's saying a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Jam the batter from the Rotunda Brewing Company. That'll be on tap um, at Nick's. So yeah, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a fun time, man. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It should be a really really good time. I actually yeah. just put in for the next day to take off. Oh, so. there you go. But yeah, Jesus. so then so then after that, for- starting at one o'clock. <laughs> if, if you if you have a podcast that starts at one o'clock and you're taking the day off the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, that's game on. Well, anyone that listens to us knows, <laughs> knows what's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, you know, we're expecting nothing but the best. Uh, but yeah, if anyone's in the area, the Philadelphia area on that day, uh, come on out and support the, support a great cause, support the show and support drunk Phil's fans. And then after that four o'clock, the Phillies play the Padres Yeah, and, and we're going to do a watch party. So we'll be hanging Which out. Which now is, sounds a lot more exciting than it did a week ago. Good segue, Mike. <laughs> Good segue. It's true. 
Right now, as we sit, uh, the Phillies are on the top of the fourth right now. They're up 6 nothing over the Diamondbacks and on their way easily to the eighth straight win, seventh straight since firing Joe Girardi, which we haven't talked about because we were on, no, we we were on, we were on the show last week. So let's get at it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm each game, I wonder if um, – if it's if it's because of Joe or if it's just a hot streak, mm-hmm. um, like I, I don't think would they have won a couple of these games? I would think so, but it does seem like it. It does seem like it. It gave them a jolt of life. Um, it does seem like whatever they they just didn't seem like they had any motivation. And I know it's weird when you're getting paid millions of dollars, but it just seems like something something clicked for them, something like he, maybe they, they stopped walking on eggshells a little bit more. Maybe he had the team too uptight. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they felt pressure to help keep his job. And then afterwards they're just like, okay, well, you know, there's nothing to, maybe it was the younger guys that he, that are now playing a little bit more. Um, maybe it's, I don't know. What, what do you think? I think you, you pretty much hit it. Um, I think that, these guys came on, you know, came into the stadium, and it was the same old, same old. Um, you know, I, I just think that they, that they were tired of the whole. Like, I don't know what Girardi was like off the, off the field. I, I don't know. Did you just see him in the press conferences? He has no. He had no life. He had no like. Ah, you know. Ah, right. It is what it is. Ah, we'll figure it out. Ah, it's, it's only May. We'll we'll figure it out. Well, no, yeah. dude. Like you, you were, you were double-digit games out, like by that point. And right. granted, the Mets are having a pretty decent season, but you know, you, you look like shit. You were seven yeah. games under five hundred, right? Yeah, or eight games so, under five hundred. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you had no life. I mean, your your team had no life whatsoever. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, there was a few comeback wins, but for the most part, it was the inconsistencies you know, they, they, were just horrendous. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, so I think it was a combination of a lot of things, Mike. Um, you know, it, it was the, the lackluster performances on the field you're seeing. I think my biggest thing, and and uh, you know, we we had a, an article that did really really well on CornerPostSports.net. Basically, bye bye Girardi. It was a couple. It was released what five days before he was fired. Yeah. And there was there was a lot of polarizing comments. So a lot of people were like, no, you can't always blame the manager, and other people were like, that's it cut loose you know cut bait um it was it was polarizing and but i think you're seeing results now granted arizona stinks the angels stink yeah but milwaukee was good i mean i know milwaukee was struggling a little little bit milwaukee's struggling milwaukee's lost seven in a row now um they actually got the angel i mean joe madden got fired after the series against the angels uh which i don't care less i couldn't care less about i think Joe, joe madden's a fraud anyway um but, yeah, but I mean, uh, he's kind of a weird guy. I mean, yeah. he wouldn't he he most definitely would not fit in Philadelphia. No, not by a long stretch. <laughs> um, you know, of course, people were like, "Oh, yeah, should we bring Joe Maddon? Stop! Like, let's see, let's see what Rob Tom Thompson's doing. You yeah, know? and I, I want to keep calling him Rob Thomas and and start singing Matchbox Twenty songs. <laughs> um, but Dave Peterson just said, "I said it before, I'll say it again. What a difference a week makes." And you know what? If Dave's yeah. not, if Dave didn't hit it, I mean. Two weeks ago, we're like, oh, fuck, this team sucks. This is boring. This is terrible. 
I wrote an article about like how bad it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's. I'm paying attention again. I, I did not. There, I did not think I was going to be back paying attention to the Phillies, like, mm-hmm. and actually checking on the score in the middle of a game. I, I just didn't expect. I didn't expect them to be able to dig themselves out of a hole. I did not expect them to be, be able to win seven straight. It's impressive. It's been beyond impressive. And not only yeah. that, it's the way they're winning games. They're, they're they're dominating. There's a couple comeback wins. I mean, it's it's fun. Schwarber's hitting the ball well again, right? I think he has a three-run home run today, right? He does. And it, look, that's not because of the manager. Let, let's get that straight. Like, Schwarber getting hot <laughs> isn't because of a manager change. That's Schwarber going into the month of June and just warm up. That's just <laughs> – and speaking of right here, yeah. Dave Peterson, has it hit 90 degrees yet? Gary would love that comment. Uh, yeah, um, it, it's it's there's something to be said though, like with Schorber and the summer, like he just warms up and just figures it out. Now the thing is too, like Schorber, Cassianos, like these guys are new to the team. Granted, hitting a baseball is hitting a baseball, right? But you're with a new team. Give it some time. Let's figure it out, right? Um, so maybe that's part of it. Maybe it was, um, you know, trying to get your your uh, your your legs under you and trying to figure things out and, and getting used to the people hitting around you. I I don't know. There's a lot of things. Cohesiveness has so much to do with sports. I think baseball, to be honest with you, should out of the four majors has the least to do with it. But there's still cohesive. I mean, cohesiveness still has something to do with it. I mean, baseball is more individual uh, than anything. I didn't pay as much attention as you guys did, but you guys talked about how he changed the lineup every every day and it seems like yeah. Thompson's not doing that right he's he's uh, the other well yeah and and the other thing that Thompson's doing is stick with the he's going with the young guys he's believing right. in the young guys and giving them a chance and and I'm going to get to that in a second because there's something that happened the other night with Knievel um that that speaks volumes to that but um yeah so he he was switching Hoskins and Schwerber in and out the three four five are always pretty consistent but everything else in that lineup was getting changed day in and day out. Hmm. And to like to me, and my and my main point and going with the cohesiveness thing, when you're going to the ballpark, you need to have some sort of idea where you are. Like, We've talked about this a lot with the bullpen and everything else mm-hmm. in years past about like if you don't have a role, it's difficult to do your job. I mean, didn't Scott Air talk about that too? He did talk about or, that. Yeah, yeah, we had him on the last show. He he did. He said you you need to know what your what your job is, and it's it's easy to go oh just go in and pitch. Well, that's not it's not that simple. Situations are different. You know, I mean, that's a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's interesting. Um, I caught something. Uh. That I think it was when the Yankees were deciding on the next manager, and I think that they were like maybe deciding between Thompson and Girardi. Mm-hmm. And Teixeira talked about he raved about Thompson. Oh, Mark Teixeira, really? Yeah, and he and he um, and he talked about I think it was on like the fan or something, you know, some or some Yankee affiliate thing that he was talking to one of the Yankee guys with, and. He's like, yeah, no, I mean, Jordy's good and stuff like that. He's like, and they're like, yeah, but but Thompson, man, he seems so like stern and so strict and so rigid and stuff. Like, like he doesn't look like he'd be good at all at that. He's like, he's like, no, it couldn't be more further further from the truth. He's like, if you're slumping, 
he's the guy that's putting his arm around you saying you'll get him next time or you're mm. you know you you got this you're you know he's the one he's the one that i could sit down and have a beer with hmm. he's like I, I you know and he's like you know i, I like girardi and all and like he wasn't bashing girardi or anything but he's just like you know i i, I wouldn't see myself having a beer with girardi but i could see myself having a beer with thompson so i think that like so marta Scherer said that yeah huh. and this was like this wasn't something that just came out this was like 10 years ago or something it was you know it was just dug back up. Somebody found it and dug it up. So, huh. that's interesting. So that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, um, you know, he look. Uh, the players are obviously playing for him right now. They're raking. Is it is it a coincidence? I don't know. Eight games in a row in Major League Baseball. I don't care who you're playing. The Phillies have always had a tendency to play below their competition, right? Yeah. Um, so to win eight games in a row is impressive. I don't, I don't know when the last time they've done that is. Ten years at least, I think it's been. Well, I know that they a couple of years ago, it was probably under Gabe. They had a ten and eleven or something. Really? Run. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I distinctly remember it. Harper was, you know, talking about like, and they were kind of slumping before that, so mm-hmm. that like kind of brought them back into into the race. Yeah, so, so. I mean, the thing is, like, as exciting as it is, right? They're they're I think right now they'll be 500 after tonight. They'll be 500 if they, yeah, if and they they're, hold on they're in pretty good hands, pretty yeah. good shape tonight. So they'll be 500, which is like, ah, so what? But think about where they were before this happened. I mean, and it's not even that. Even I might like even if they didn't win eight games in a row, say they went six and two during the span, and you know, still two games under 500 or three games under 500, whatever. The difference that the team is showing has to have you excited. That's the thing that makes the biggest difference to me. It's not the fact that they've raked off eight straight wins. It's the fact that they – Harper, is he going deep here? Oh, left center, the deepest part of the ballpark. He just flied out. Oh, well, uh, yeah, he's looked, on a tear. Yeah, he is. Um, it's the fact that these guys – that they look like they have new life. They have new juice. They, they're, they're playing with, with motive. And I think yeah. that, to me, is the biggest difference with this team right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, no, I mean, it's it's great to see. Um, two nights ago or something, I think you said that you were dozing off or mm-hmm. whatever and woke up just in time to see uh, – uh, Who was it? It was Verling. the young guy, right? Matt Verling, yeah. Matt Verling. Oh, Verling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Verling's one of the younger guys too, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so he, yeah. Hit, the, he hit the home run. And, yeah, I was I – was, uh, yeah, this, like I said, this COVID, man, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough to stay awake, man. It's, it beats the shit out of you, but – I'm trying to stay awake, and uh, and all of a sudden I hear Tom McCarthy, oh, man, and I w- woke up, and I saw the ball go over the fence. I saw Verlin circle on the bases. I'm like, oh, my God, they just took the lead? I'm like, that's awesome. I wasn't exp- – I was thinking at, at best, you know, maybe get a base hit here and extend the inning or something. But, yeah, he hits another home run, and they hit two home runs off the bat, the best closer in baseball in the ninth. Yeah, uh, and then beat the uh, – and then came back the next day and, and beat the Cy Young winner yeah. last year. Yeah, and it wasn't even close. You know, yeah. I mean, they shellacked them. I, it's it's been uh, it's been fun, and and I think for most baseball players, or for most baseball fans, uh, that's all you ask for. You know, you just want them to be good enough to watch, right? Because they were they were on they were at the point to me, I, I, they were unwatchable before this. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I mean, they were so ugly, and, and oh my god, the catcher for Arizona just dropped a pop fly. It's oh a no! Foul ball, yeah. It's a foul ball, though. Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, again, the, Arizona's a bad team. You know, I, they're up six nothing now. 
Arizona is a pretty pretty lousy team, but this this they're facing Baumgartner or something, aren't they? Or they were. He's probably out. Oh uh, yeah, now. he's probably out now. But that's the thing. Like, it, I mean, Baumgartner isn't. You know, Baumgartner's not a good pitcher anymore. I mean, he was. I, I think now he's just washed up. I would still, I would still take him as a fifth on my team, but you're not. You're going to pay him, but mm-hmm. um, but this the. the but you still have to win these games, right? You still have to win these games against teams that stink. And uh, yeah. I, I like the Naked Bruin shirt, Mike, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Naked Bruin, yeah, check them out. Yeah. thought it was a good good shirt to wear today. Yeah, Naked Something. Bruin in Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Uh, long-time sponsor yeah, of ours. Still our buddies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We, we, we can't uh, – we, we used to be uh, sponsored and, and, you know, have a lot of their tasty beers. We haven't had the chance to do that in a while. COVID right. kind of – Screw that up for us, it but did. Yeah. it's still you know still a great place. The highly inappropriate if they if they have it is still one of the top beers that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So might have to talk to them again. I might have to see if I can work something out. Yeah, I mean even if it's not every week or something, yeah, it's a little easier for me. A it's a little easier for me to get over there now. So on yeah. Fridays, yeah, a little bit. Yep. So yeah, man, we'll have to maybe we can make a trip. I mean, you know. Talking shop in the middle of the podcast, but we we, yeah. we can make a trip over. Uh, I usually, you know, I'm allowed to kind of get out at three o'clock ish on Fridays now, so maybe we'll meet up one time. Yeah, we'll we'll work it out, but yeah, we'll talk yeah. we'll we'll talk about it. But yeah, so um, so the other night I want to mention it. So the other night, um, Knable, uh is is in a jam. It was actually the night that Verlin hit the home run. It was that same game, and they still had the bottom of the ninth to go, and they bring they bring him in, and he's struggling. You know, his control's an issue. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's all over the place. It's, it's not looking great. Uh, and he's been so, so this year, I mean, better than most of the closers, but not great. Yeah. It, yeah. He's, uh, he hasn't impressed me. I, I, now would you have rather have him or, um, now it's, it, it may be unfair to say now, but Hector Naris, um, but Naris, Naris, we, I think Neris is better as a setup guy, right? I mean, he's setting up in Houston, right? Right. So that could be the thing. Maybe it's unfair to say that now, but let's just say Hector Neris of last year, I can able this year. You right. Know, are, when are you are you feeling any different towards either one of them? You know, like we are, do you think we're better off now than we were last year with with Hector Neris? Yeah, I mean, I think that we, I think we are. Yeah. I, I have a little bit more faith in Knable. I mean, I, I don't think it's – I'm not expecting it to be an adventure every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's struggling a little bit here and there. But I think overall he'll he'll figure it out. He's a veteran pitcher. He's a veteran closer. Let me let me just say that. He's a veteran closer. Yeah. He'll figure it out. Uh, but, but so the other night I think was a huge testament to Thompson because he, he struggled a bit. He, his control's all over the place. But yet, there's no one warming up behind him, right? And he's like, "Nah, you know what? We just got the lead in this. You got to get out of this jam. You got to, you got to figure it out." And he did. He, he the bases were loaded, and he got out of the game. He got out, and they, they escaped with a win. And I think that's huge for the confidence of Knievel and for the confidence of the team. Hey, Booch, Joe Bucci chiming in. What's up, brother? Booch bomb. Check him out on a uh, on Twitter. Boochadelphia. I, love, I still love that handle. <laughs> so I, I think, and happy belated birthday, Joe! Uh, one of one of our uh, one of our uh, 
you know, loyal, loyal followers and listeners, man. Happy birthday, brother. Um, so I, I think that was huge for the uh, f- for the team for the for their whole you know their whole makeup and, and for Knievel. I think that was that was and that's something you're not going to get from from Girardi because I think if if that was the same situation where Knievel's in there and he's struggling, he walks the first two or gives up a hit and walks the second and you know two men on no out one out or whatever it was. I think it was one out. I, I think Girardi has you know. Alvarado warming up, and he's got someone right. else warming up, and you know, I'm sorry, like as a pitcher, you turn around and you know, you know, you're struggling a bit, you're wiping your brow, and you look up and you see three, you know, two guys warming up. Yeah, you're like what the fuck, like really, like yeah, let me hang in here for a second. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, he's he's pushing all the right buttons right now. I mean, it's you know, it's it's easy when you're on a win streak, but he can he can do no wrong right now, and. uh it just seemed like it seemed like Girardi made every wrong decision. It really did. I mean, there, there. I just can't remember too many times, you know. And it's again, it's easier to find the fault in what people do than to find like things that they do did well. But look, I it just I, it just seemed like there was something every game with him. Yeah, I don't know what Rob Thompson's um, analytic uh, over to feel the game, uh, you know, thing is. You know, I'm trying to think of the uh, seesaw, I should say, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Like, th- does he does he really let one way over the other? I don't know. But to me, it seemed like Girardi relied way too much on analytics and way too much on what the numbers tell you as opposed to field the game. And, yeah. you know, we've talked about on the show and, and you know, Ryan. And we didn't, Ryan, we didn't Ryan, expect that from him. Right. Well, no, I I kind of did because that's where he was trending. I mean, he everyone knew he was an analytics guy, um, but you know, like Ryan said on the show, you know, it's um, he gets a lot of credit for what he did with those Yankees teams. And those, those Yankees, Yankees teams were like, yes, they, they were, they were so far ahead of all the other teams. They had. You know, it's easy to manage bullpen when you have Mariano Rivera. And he didn't mind throwing Mariano Rivera out three games in a row, right? Right. So, oh, that was – oh, my God, that game was the killer. Um, I'm trying to remember when, when, when he did that. That was two weeks ago, I think it was, when he's like, oh, no, he wasn't available because he pitched two games to go, and we need him for October. And I'm like, dude, you're 12 games under five. Like, you know, yeah, it was your 12 games back or whatever. That was, was a that bad year. look, and that was it. I think that's when I wrote the article. Was the game after that? <laughs> that night, like, Sean I've, had, like, I've had enough of this shit. <laughs> Grab this notepad. He's like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking of articles, I have what I think is a gem coming your way on CornerPlusSports.net this weekend. Oh, nice! It's the anatomy of a Philadelphia sports fan, and uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think it, I think it's cool. I, I had I had someone pre-read it tonight and. Yeah, I think it's going to go over well. So I'm excited to share this one this weekend. So um, Dave Peterson said, I heard he was a Dallas Green type of guy. If you're hot, you're hot. If he builds up those who are struggling. He's talking about Thompson. Uh, not the side rail or anything, but congrats. Ah, oh, oh, thanks, man. I didn't, yeah, good job, man. Ah, uh, thank you. I, yeah, I, he, he said, thanks, congrats on the award. I, I got a pretty cool award at work this week. So, um, yeah, it was, it was it, thank you. I appreciate it. 
it was uh, su- surprising. I was blindsided by it, um, but I'll gladly take it because I know I fucking deserve it. So, <laughs> so there's that. There's my humble opinion. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, oh, good for you. All right, so stop fucking around, cunt. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, Harper's like five home runs in the last six games or something. He's he's just ripping the ball. Uh, Schwarber's playing well. Castellanos is still kind of struggling a bit, isn't he? Or is he starting to come around a little bit? Yeah, he is a little bit. Um, you know, I mean, it's a shame because his. I'm gonna see what he's batting now, but but when I, you know earlier in the season he was he was hovering around 290, you know, a little while ago, and and now 190. He, you mean right? No, no, it's Castellanos. No, Cons- oh, he's hitting 290? Constantinus was hitting. He was at one point. He was doing pretty well. Now he's down to 251. So, okay. yeah, he, he's he's struggling a little bit. Schwarber- so, was it Schwarber that was struggling to begin the season? <laughs> yeah, now Schwarber he's- was batting 190. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's, he's at 211. <clears throat> Hoskins hitting. Oh, on he's the- still at 211. He's on a tear. And he's at yeah, right. Uh, Hoskins hit a home run tonight. He's hitting 227, right? So, those yeah, guys are Hoskins is going to be a 235 hitter with – Good on base percentage. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, and he he's gonna give you he's gonna he's yeah. gonna give you a little bit better slugging percentage, and that is true. He's not the guy. He's never gonna be the guy to bat two seventy five, right? Like he's he's walking, hitting a home run. It's, or, I can't or believe that we're talking cent- about two seventy five like it's three hundred. Well, two seventy five is very respectable. Well, that's what I, no, I'm saying that like 10, 15 years ago. 300 was the benchmark. Now I think. Well, to me, right. I wasn't. I wasn't knocking what you're saying. I'm saying that 15 in this day and age, yeah. 275 is the equivalent of 300. It might be 10 years ago. Yeah, you might be. You might be right. Yeah. So 10, 15 years ago, yeah, 300 was. That's a really good hitting season. That's a really good season. You're probably now right. It's 275. Yeah, 275 might be the benchmark. You're right. Uh, but Harper is bat 314 right now. Wow. Um. DD is batting 311. Herrera is batting 274. Bomb, yeah, bomb that's crazy. Bomb, Bomb's because... hitting 254. But he's – that's I, – I got to tell you, like, Bomb is is impressive. Like, he, he – yes, he needs work in the field. But I have had no problems with Bomb this year. I think he's done a really nice job. Um, I think he's come uh, come along a long way from what he was last year. Um, and then uh, and he got Stubbs, by the way. Stubbs, who's backing up uh, JT, hitting three twenty four. Yeah, and I mean Stubbs is actually doing better than JT right now. Yeah, and he's and he's, he's good. Uh, he's a good catcher too. Three home runs. So his second home run was the game winning grand the the, the um, game winning home run. So oh, he, that grand slam. Yeah, three so, run home. Run. Yeah, he, yeah, 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 he yeah. hit a home run and then hit the walk off. The next home, his next second home run was a walk off home run. And then he hit a third home run, what, yesterday or the day before? Oh, okay, so like he, right. So, all of a sudden, like, he's hitting shots, right? Uh, so, who is – so, we talk about how um, Thompson's using the young guys. Who are the young guys – now, I know Segura's hurt, but who are the young guys replacing? So, Matan was out there for a while, and then he got hurt, and he's on DL right – or, I'm not allowed to say DL anymore. Uh, whatever the fuck. IL. Uh, IL. I don't know what it's uh, injured. Whatever. IR. I don't know what it's called. Um, so they kept going on with him for a while. Verling's been getting more starts than when he was getting under Girardi. Um, yeah. Now I mean Verling's, but Verling's replacing who though? 
Um, so so he would go, you know, for Herrera, and you know, they, they, he would swap them around. You know, he was they yeah. were all over the place. So, um, so he maybe he's finally Mo- oh, Mo- Moniac's to- the other one. You know, you're giving Moniac, Mo- yeah. Yeah, you're giving Moniac sh- you know, shots. So I guess Castellanos and Schwarber are getting either days off or being able to DH, and, and maybe uh, Harper's getting a day off every mm-hmm. once in a while from DHing or something. I guess. Right, and, and and you're also switching guys around. So like he's putting Stott at like second, he's putting him at short. You know, he's right. switching these guys around a little bit. Moniac's getting a rest a day, yeah. And Verling's playing left. Uh, you know, Moniac's playing right. He's not just playing center. Right. Like so, they're mixing them. He's mixing them up, and he's letting them. Basically, like to me, they're having fun, man. Like, like yeah. just just throw them out there. I'm giving you playing time. Prove yourself to me, and I'm gonna keep giving you playing time. And I think that's something that Girardi wasn't doing. Like Girardi was. And, and I know I'm kind of contradicted to myself when I say that he was um, that he was changing the lineup a lot, and like so, like JT Ramolto would, would would have a good game where he's been struggling and this year, bench, yeah, and then he bench him, him like, and it wasn't yeah. a day night game; it was a night night, and he right. would bench him. And it was like the dude just had three hits a day before. What are you doing? Right. It was stuff like that. It was driving me insane. Um, yeah. But it seems like he's mixing in Stott well, good enough here, and mixing in the, these other young guys and giving him a chance. Like Stott is playing a lot now, but, and he should be. Right. Uh, Stubbs is playing a lot, you know. Um, so it, it's it's cool. It's cool to see. Yeah. Now, when's Bryce due back to be able to play the field? He, I think he's it's still another a weeks week away, or right? two. Yeah, I think it's another week or two. He should be. Able oh, to he's going to be actually back pretty soon, huh? Yeah. So he, he what was it? It was. Four to six weeks, right? Maybe, maybe, okay. maybe it's a little long. Maybe it's like three weeks. I'm sorry. Maybe it's like okay. three weeks. But still, I don't know if you have to put him in right field. The way the things uh, are going. I mean, he's 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 a he's an upgrade fielding wise though. But I mean, I know as a DH, he's 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 raking right now. Yeah. I mean, that's look. I, I there's a lot of energy, you know, ex- expended out in the field, you know, and I know it's baseball and you only run a few times and all that stuff and blah, blah, blah. But, and he's professional and he should be playing both and he will play both. He's going to play both. I mean, it, you'd I have to think that he's going to play both. I know that it's, yeah, you're I right. what you're saying, but you're, you'd rather have him than Cassianos. And yeah. And the other thing is you're not paying 300 and some million dollars for a DH. For a DH. No, I, I hear you. And I'm saying, I'm not saying you're not going to put him out there, but, I don't know. If yeah, I know. It's 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 tempting not to put him out there with how he's hitting, like not yeah. to not to upset, you know, ruin a vibe that's that's working, or you know, trying to fix something that's not broken. Yeah, you don't need to do it five times a week, right. six times a week. You you can probably. Well, I mean, that was that was kind of you know at least when they built this team, that's kind of what they were thinking when mm-hmm. they built it was having Schwarber and Castellanos and, mm-hmm. and Harper to be able to kind of interchange them and, and DH some guys. Um, can't one of them play first or something? Cassianos could play third. Cassianos could play third. Yeah. Bomb could play first. Mm-hmm. So th- I know that they wanted to kind of have a rotating DH or something. They've had G- JT playing first here and there. They have a right. lot of. They do have a lot of versatil- versatility on this team. I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, so Dave had a good point. He said, as long as everything's in go mode, just let them heal, just without the risk. You know why? Well, why yeah, why I mean, throw them out in right Russia field? Yeah. yeah if it's not until August, then let it be not until August. I mean, if you're if you're playing above 500 baseball right now, which is good enough 
to get you into the wild card. I, I think the long, I, th- I think the division is a long shot. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still going to be tough to catch the Mets. I mean, the Mets just kind of really came out, shot out of the gun so well that they're, you know, it's still going to be hard to catch them. You know what the other interesting thing is? Um, the last two non-COVID year World Series champs, both were in a similar, had a similar record as the Phillies did at this point or, you know, really? even like a week, a point, like almost a week ago. Yeah, the wow. Braves were struggling mm-hmm. um, last year. They were, you know, four games under 500 or something, you know, at the start of June or something. Or, okay. you know, the first couple days of June. Um, they didn't light the world on fire. They ended up getting one of the last wild card spots. Snuck in, yeah. Snuck in and then, then won it. Two years before that was the Nationals. Who were also struggling, you know. I distinctly remember they. I think they had uh, Scherzer and, and Corbin or something like that mm-hmm. to go with Strasburg or something. We, we were kind of almost laughing and snickering at the fact that you know they spent all this money or they they got all these guys and you know it's not working out. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that I don't think they won the division or maybe they ended up winning like the division, but it was like a a weak division. Like they 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 didn't. They didn't go in with, you know, 100 wins or anything close to that. Um, they just got hot and, and really kind of hmm. went on from there. So I think the point was basically that, you know, in order for the Phillies to get in, you know, one of them won, I think Washington won 92 or something. The Braves only won 88 mm-hmm. last year and won the World Series. Said, so, you know, if you're splitting the difference, they would need 90 wins. And this is kind of what they, this is the percentage of ball that they would need to play to be able to do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah, just, At the time, it was like a 33% chance of making a playoffs or something. Just get hot, you know, see what happens. Right. That that Braves team last year, that was something. Uh, they had a lot of injuries and stuff, right? I mean, they just – Yeah. They, I don't know how they Acuna, did it. Acuna, right? Wasn't Acuna not yeah. there last year? Like, it, that was crazy. Um, it just goes to show you, man. You just never know. You know what the Braves had? The Braves had a Philadelphia Eagles uh, Super Bowl season. That's what they had. Like, it's just everything they did just worked out at the right, right time. They had a bunch of injuries. They got to the playoffs. They got hot. You know, right before the play. Well, and the Eagles were hot the whole season, really. But, you know, but the Braves picked up. You know, no one thought they were going to do anything, and they just <laughs> pitching, man. Uh, that's what happened with the Braves last year. Was pitching, pitching did really well yeah. for them. I mean, that bullpen was phenomenal last year. Yep. Um, and the Phillies have a chance here. You know, so Sir Ant, they're trying to set up Sir Anthony. Next man up, says Dave. And he's right. Yep. He's 100% right. Um, Sir Anthony, they're trying to set up him as a, as a kind of a setup guy. You know, like they're they're trying to do these, these roles. And this is something that we've been screaming about. You know, come to the ballpark knowing where you are. And they're, I like they're, Sir Anthony. Like we've been, you know, yeah. I, I didn't like the fact that he found a way to milk two years out of an injury yeah. or whatever, but like he was a really good pitcher. I mean, if he, if he came up like he's, you know, like he did now, like I, or if he, if he came up like he was playing a couple of years ago, he was going to be, he was going to be a big, big asset, a big, almost like a free, uh, another acquisition. Yeah. So between him and Knubel or Knable or whatever. And then I forget the, the other guy um, that they got, 
Hand, uh, I guess. Uh, uh, Brad Hand, yeah. Brad Hand's he's the other been all right, one. Right? Yeah, Brad Hand's been fine. And he's yeah. and Brad Hand was always a setup guy historically in his career. Right. He was a setup guy. That's what he was. So like to have him hey, you're you know, this this is it. You know, seventh, eighth, and then we seventh, know eighth, we're going ninth. tonight. Yeah, it's a whole Madsen, um Madsen Romero, Romero and, and Lidge, yeah. Lidge, yeah. Now granted, you know, they're far from it right now, but No, no none of those guys are I would take I would take all three of those guys over yeah. all three of these guys. But you still need to have that consistency. You still need to have that that imperative role, and you yep. know what you're going to do. So I'm good with it, man. Um, I, I, I'm loving the job that Thompson's doing right now. I'm loving the te- fact that we have baseball to watch for the summer right now. Yep. You know, whether they make the playoffs or not, that's one thing. Give us something to watch. Give us entertainment, and they are. I mean, they're giving us, they're giving us entertainment every night now, and that's all we can ask for. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, been, it's, it's been awesome. fun. Um, I wanted to. Uh, we we haven't really talked much about it, but I thought it would be good to mention about the you know talk talk about the Flyers coaching search. Yeah, I that's something, and then they got the conference final, so. Uh... Why don't you set the uh, set the table? I'm gonna crack open another beer. <laughs> oh, look at you! Yeah, I'm about to do the same soon. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I'll I'll pick up where you leave off. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> so obviously the Flyers are uh, in limbo right now. And the Flyers are going on the peak of power play. But they're kind of not. Obviously, we are all disgruntled fans right now, right? We are ticked off at the fact that this team can't seem to figure out things. They can't seem to get out of their own way. They can't seem to find um, a path that correlates with today's NHL. You know, we, we scream and, and, and shout from, from the rafters that stop playing in, the, you know, stop trying to build from the past, build for the future. At times, we felt like they were trying to do that. You know, guys like Dave Haxtall, you know, hiring Dave Haxtall out of out of the blue, right? Like, or out of the uh, out of the circle, I should say. A guy who was um, not exactly, you know, uh, an uh, you know, a guy like I don't know, someone that, Rick like, and Craig yeah, thank you, yeah, like a, like an in-house guy, right? That was a North Dakota uh, coach, college coach who played this running gun type of offense, that type of thing. It was cool. It was like, all right, they're they're learning their path. Um, and then you know they get rid of him, which was fine, and 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 then things just kind of just went sour. I mean, you, you know, you, you went right back to trying to instead of building guys with speed and all this, you know, try to build a team. I should I should say trying to get guys with speed and and such. Well, you also had sorry to interrupt, but you also had Hextall as a GM at the time. And it like it seems well, that's like a good, and that's even, a good point. even if things even if things were going in the even if things if he was too patient mm-hmm. and, and didn't move, you could at least see the building blocks. He he was making moves that made sense. He was starting to build things and then uh it seemed that once they let him go, they let him go because he was too patient, they got too impatient right away and immediately kind of ruined the the foundation that he had built by just kind of trading and like getting rid of the the every prospect that they had mm-hmm. and really kind of 
Yeah, it was a mess. I think uh, I I don't think he wanted Patrick or something. Wasn't he the only no, one that didn't want Patrick? Yeah, and and that was a mess. You know, I mean, injuries and and such obviously hurt his his career. He's still struggling right now. Right. Um, but yeah, it was it was true. So uh, that that's a good point. Um, you know, the the flyer away, right? Build now, win now, instead of trying to build now. And um, you know, Hickstall, whether he's right or wrong, was that he did have a plan, and they they abandoned it. And a lot of people feel it was too early. Um, instead, you you went out and tried to sign some big big name free agent defenseman. That has completely blown up in your face, and it's no, it's no fault to someone like Ellis who had a severe injury, and hopefully he can come back and he can have a good year. He's a good defenseman. He's a really good defenseman. That sucked. If yeah. Ellis played last year, they probably win th- four more games. I mean, let's be honest; like they're not, they're not that much he, better. He might have, he might have. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they win six to eight because. They're still Throw off is better. So you're they, still, they're still, you're yeah, still a still top 10. Team. You're still a top 10 pick. Right. So, mm, but they are now looking for a new coach. And um, since our last show, they are, they've interviewed Barry Trotz. And they've they interviewed inter- Tortellini. And they've Tortellini. John Tortellon. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to keep <laughs> calling him Tortellini now. Tortorella. Yeah, <laughs> Tortellini. <laughs> and uh, Tortor- are we gonna call our show Tortellini? <laughs> Tortorella uh, seems to be the front runner. And um, I fucking hated Tortorella. I, I do too, and I don't like this. I I got to be honest. I I we're not gonna spend too you much. You think he's time. a blowhard, right? Yeah, I do. I I think he's uh, I think he's a guy who's gonna wear very thin, very quick. Um, I just don't think that he's a guy that's that's the right for this team. This team is not in a position to win now. They're, they're not. And who came out and said, watch us? Who? Oh, uh, Konechny. Yeah. Konechny. Oh, wait until you see what we do. Wait, I'm, wait, I'm sorry. Based on what? Like, what, yeah. How now, can I mean, you say something now, like that? Now, what I, what I will say is that – now, well, Vigneault was kind of a foot-in-ass type guy, right? He was. And they, yeah. Like, they, they talked – everybody talks about the Flyers being soft. So in theory, I guess you do want somebody that's going to put a foot in somebody's ass. But is that even going to work with this team? No. No, it's not. This this team needs someone who can. They, they, what I what I prefer, not a retread. I would prefer a guy who is younger. Um, I, I hate to say it. I'm not saying a Dave Haxtell type, but a Dave Haxtell type. Someone who's coming out of the ranks. Someone who can build with the team and grow yeah, I mean, with it, the team. It, what you were hoping Dave Haxtell would be is what you're, you're looking yes. for. Not, not what Dave Haxtell ended up being, but what you were hoping that he would end up being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone who can grow with the team, become, you know, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> develop with them. You know, right. th- th- this whole retread Barry Trotz. First of all, Barry Trotz wants nothing to do with the Flyers. Let's just be honest. Like, And he's, he's also like, how long do you think that he's going to be coaching this team? And, and you're going to go through a carousel. He's, yeah, he's, hey, you're he's, embarrassing he's, yourself, you geriatric fuck. <laughs> he's going to, he only lasts two, three years with like most teams. 
Mm-hmm. Like he's only going to be here two, three years. That's not going to be, you, you probably want somebody for like a good five years mm-hmm. to be able to get this team from out from the trudge that they are and then start to build it up. If you give up on a guy in two, three years, you're going to be in the same position over and over and over again. Like they have been in the same position since, since like, I don't know, since the Yager Drew year. Mm-hmm. Which is probably the last real good year they've had. Yeah. Yeah, which is I mean, crazy. I know they had the one year that they ended up in the, the, bubble the finals. Year. That was the bubble yeah. year, yeah. Well, the bubble year, too, was – but even that was kind of like a little bit – it seemed to be pretty much smoke and mirrors. Turned out to be the tr- – turned out to be the case. Which was sad because I thought they had a chance. I thought they were building something there. Yeah. But, yeah, tor- Tortella tor- – I want to keep calling him Tortellini. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you, fu- you messed me up, man. Keep calling him Tortellini. Uh – I'm out. I'm not a fan. I, I think they could do better. I think they could do something else. I, not, not necessarily better. I think they could do something else. And it's not going to make people happy because they want that name guy coming here. I, I don't get it. I think you need a younger guy to build with the team. And yeah, I mean, there's there's no one that's going to excite me that the Flyers hire right now. No. Look, if they hired Barry Trotz, it'd be like, eh. Like whatever, like this isn't gonna do yeah, anything. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, they're they're just not good enough to, like it's they're not good enough to make it worthwhile. So you might as well take a chance on somebody. Well, connect, like I lose? said, Connectney said, watch, watch us, wait until you see us. So doesn't that get you excited? Get excited. Mm. That doesn't get you excited. No, no, no I, you know. I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. Yeah, I, I do think that they, um, yeah, you know, he's good. He's, they got to say it. He's got to say it. Yeah, what are you going to do? Say we're going to suck next year, guys? Sorry. Like, yeah, now we expect to suck. Like, <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> oh no, we suck again. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but all right. So, should we do? Uh, you ready to do while you were drunk? We got while you were drunk. I mean, we got. We got the. Did we talk about the Bradbury signing? No, like we didn't. No, no, we did not. We did not talk about the Bradbury signing since we were last on. Uh, he he got signed like the day after we were last on. So yeah, we can talk about that real quick, and then we'll do while you were drunk. Okay, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah, and then we got the finals. We got the, the the two playoff series too. I mean, I don't know if that's part of your while you were drunk, but we can hit on that a little yeah, bit too. I was gonna hit on while you were drunk, but yeah. Okay, cool. Do it now. Yeah, then we'll talk about it now. Um, do it now. Yeah. Do it live. All right. So the so the Bradbury signing. I mean. um, you know, it's part of what I have in the works for an article. Um, it was another savvy move um, by Howie. It $10 million, one-year $10 million prove-it deal. Seems a lot like the Patrick Peterson deal. But he's more highly touted right now. I mean, him and Slay seem like two of the better cornerbacks in the league. You talk about that. You talk about um, how they've solidified the defensive line. They they're the first round um, defensive uh, tackle that they took, getting Brandon Graham back. For what it's worth, Derek Barnett. They they signed Ridgeway or not Ridgeway um, Reddick. Reddick, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean they should be able to get to the um, get to the quarterback quicker, better. And then have cornerbacks that can cover, uh, and then Nicobe Dean kind of in the middle, kind of helping out with the uh, 
helping out with covering the, the tight ends. I and, keep forgetting. You know, yeah, got, I keep forgetting they got Nicobe Dean. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean, it's it, the Bradbury signing seems you know to be the icing on the cake of a, mm. a pretty good. That's the the move that kind of almost puts them in a position where before you were like, yeah, it was a good all season. They're not quite there to, it's a good all season. It's a really good all season. And they have Even a before it was a really good, now it was a great one. And now you're like, why not? Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Why not? It is, it is true, man. Like, look, are they going to compete with the, are they going to beat the Rams? It, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like it right now, no, but you know, Maybe you don't have to face the Rams. You know, I I don't know. Like it, they have maybe a, the Rams. Maybe Stafford gets hurt. You know, you yeah, never you know. never know. And, and maybe Hurts takes that step up. It is a why not us season for the Eagles. It it really is. They have it. They have a a great opportunity here to do something. Um, and yeah, that, I mean, that Bradbury right signing think- was huge. I, I was excited, man. I, I was I was like, why aren't they going? Someone I I don't know if it was Ed Kratz. Somebody wrote. It's on. Unlo- it might have been John McMillan. McMillan. Mc, Mc, I forget his name. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> he works with Ed. Um, but he it might have been him or excuse me, him or him or Ed who wrote the article. But basically saying, you know, that eh, seems unlikely. I'm like, why? Right. Why? Why does it seem un- unlikely? Why can't they sign him? And then sure as shit, here you are. You got a great one-two combo now. And it, it and really a, didn't Maddox. seem like it was that much. It, it didn't seem like no. it was that bad. Like it seemed like he was it, out there for a it week. It was almost like a discount. Like, he was out there yeah, for a I, week. I it didn't mean it made no sense. I mean, the guy made the Pro Bowl two years ago. And I, then, I feel like it's almost like he's he signed the deal to say fuck you to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had something in place already, and and um, you know Maddox going. Back, you know Maddox has been great for them. Um, he's going to be a slot now. He's, he's going to be. Right. He, he does well in the slot, and that's yeah. The only awesome. thing is the safety position. Uh, safety positions. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing. But hey, maybe it doesn't matter because your front seven looks really good, and your corners look really good. And right. So if you have one or two weak positions, I'd rather have. Is it? I I don't know. I I, I don't. Think, Anthony my, Harris, I think, is one of the probably going to be a starting guy. They shouldn't have gotten and then and then they but they they drafted a couple guys. I mean, hopefully one of those guys steps up. They got a like a second or third round mm-hmm. pick. The the I think the last two years they they got a couple guys that you know hopefully they're they what's step the, what's up. his and, name out of Clemson a couple years ago? Uh, right, the, the Brian Dawkins. Um, oh my God, why is his name slipping my mind right now? Uh, Kevin, um, Kevin Kevin Walker, Walker uh, Wallace Wallace Wallace. Okay, yeah. Um. So, you know, hopefully it's his time to shine. I, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. And then I think I feel like there was another one that you drafted, like either this year or Okay. Yeah. Maybe. I I can't remember. Yeah. Right now, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um NBA and NHL finals. Uh we haven't really talked much about it. But uh NHL finals, uh Conference finals, yeah. Yeah, conference uh, finals the the uh the lightning were over down O two and now they're up three yeah. two. I yeah. think that game's tonight. I think it's tonight. I, I think they just played last night. So right. they're, they're probably right. playing tomorrow. There was a big fight. You're right. There was a big <clears throat> fight after the game. Game six. Oh, wow. Or, okay. or game five. Yeah, it was a big fight. Yeah, interesting, though. I mean, you know, you, you looked at it and you're like, 
the Rangers won the first two games, you're like, oh, maybe maybe the Lightning aren't going to be, you know, yeah, yeah it's aren't going to make it like. Yeah, game six is tomorrow. Yeah. And then the Lightning come back and win three straight. Um, it's pretty wild. Um, you know what, though? The, the Lightning have won only two Stanley Cups. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Because mm-hmm. it feels like for the last 15 years, they've been in the conference finals or Stanley Cup finals, like almost every other year, if not every year. Well, they've definitely been in the like the East finals and the, and the – you know, it, they've been right then and there. Um, you know, right there every time. I guess they've just been losing in the the Cup Finals a lot of years, and yeah. Uh, but they're always right there. I mean, they're always competing. Uh, what what did they? Uh, when the season ended last year, they said Hurts was going to be the QB in twenty two. I did not see much for the Eagles, but this whole off season and the draft has been has me frothing at the mouth for football. That's awesome, Dave. I. Totally agree. I mean, it's 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 got me excited. I don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to do. I mean, I know that he's had a great, you know, the OTAs. Everybody's touting him up. You know, it's it's usually when people get touted up. Um, like his qualities, like the leadership qualities, seems like a good guy. I mean, he's got a chance to step up. Um, and if not, um, they do have six picks in the next. Yeah. Um, yeah. The next two years, they have six two, first and second round picks. Yeah, two first Five. rounders next year. Two first rounders next year. The one might be and then, good. Yeah, so they have two first rounders this upcoming year, and then they have two second rounders the next year, along with a first. Hey, here's here's the way to look at it. If Hurts stinks, you're probably going to stink. So your your picks going to probably be good next year. Well, I mean, even if you're even if you're middle of the road, you got the Saints pick. Right, and the Saints and the, the Saints, Saints may not be that good. I don't. The people are talking about the Saints like, oh, um, and he says as long as no one talk, says trust the process, I'm good. <laughs> it's it's different. You know what? That's that's the other thing that's different about this year. Um, I didn't really touch on it like in the article. I'm kind of toying around with, but the trust the process or the or the um yeah trust the process or the um what was the the dream team year. Oh God! Um, the difference was is the dream team year was like a lockout year or something, and the day that the lockout ended, mm-hmm. all hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. They they went out and went buck wild in free agency the first couple of days. That was that. You know what that was? It was Andy's getting near the end of his tenure here. We got to make a run, right? And that's all. It was a bunch of guys thrown together. This doesn't feel like that. No, because it's it was it was. That was a lot more, um, uh, amb- not ambitious, a lot more um, impatient, mm-hmm. a lot more, Off I'm trying cough. to think of the word for it, but this year it's a lot more methodical, a lot more, a lot more patience, a lot more kind of mm-hmm. waiting and seeing and, and the pieces, putting the pieces in a the little bit more. Make than just sense. Kind of, yeah. They make sense. Like signing Vince Young, it was like, uh okay ronnie brown uh, okay like you know it... yeah I, I did like the asimov trade rogers cromarty with with asimov like mm-hmm. it like all right great you, you got two corners you got mm-hmm. a bunch of other positions but yeah you know yeah but Dar- darius slay is not not the asimov darius slay is a very solid cornerback for this team i thought Asimov was was awesome too i don't know like well clearly he was happened. done clearly he was done clearly he 
there was a mental block there where he had that really good season in, in the with the, for the Raiders, came here, stunk it up for, what, two years he was here, and then they got rid of him, and yeah. then tried to catch on with someone else and then just retired. Like, that was it. He didn't, yeah. he didn't want to play football anymore. He was done. He got paid. He got paid. And, and then didn't want to play yeah, football and, I, and, and that's the thing. Like, who, who got paid? Who was a, a veteran right now that got paid a long-term on, on this lucrative team? contract? On this team? This year, on for the Eagles, you mean? Right. They, they none of their signings were. No, I mean huge well, contracts. AJ Brown, AJ Brown signed an extension. Okay, so AJ Brown's probably and the, Red, and the Reddick one was long term. And Reddick was a signing. Yeah, for, but Reddick was even even Reddick's a little bit younger, and he's on a three year mm-hmm. deal or something. Yeah, it's right? not a he's five, not even six, on a, seven year deal. Yeah, right. It's not. It wasn't crazy. It was touted as one of the best signings. So AJ Brown's the only one that you could say got paid on a big lucrative long-term deal, but he's also 23, 24 mm-hmm. or something. Well, maybe 25, 20, but he's still young and, you know, I, I think he's going to be okay. If, if he ends up being, he could be Asamoah, a little bit younger of a version of Asamoah, but I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see. It. Uh, all right. So get back real quick. Um, so yeah, yeah, so the so that's that the the other one the other series is over. Colorado swept them. That's yeah. where Drew could have ended up going if he didn't nix the deal. It's funny you said that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about. it. I'm like, damn yeah. Drew, like what? <laughs> that could have been you in the finals. Yeah. Yep. So needless to say, uh, I'm an Avs yeah, fan because the Avs haven't won in a long time. It's been ninety five, ninety six, something like. When they had Forsberg and Sackick was yeah. the last time they've won. Um, I, I know, and for for years I hated the Avalanche, and it, it took me. And I'm like, yeah, the Av-, and I'm like, no, wait, they they haven't been good since the '90s. Like, sure, why not? So, um, yeah, no, I think that uh, I think that's a good. Uh, that's that's a team I can root for. Um, I hate Tampa. I hate the Rangers. Um, I hate Tampa more than the Rangers, believe it or not. Even though it's a New York team, yeah. I just hate the Lightning. I just, I despise. It's it all comes down to it's fucking Tampa. You mm. you you don't have ice hockey in Tampa. I mean, I think the Tampa ba- fan base is frauds as it is, but yeah, you just I, I always hated. So, hockey in Tampa. So Colorado's made the uh, they made the finals in '01. That's the last time they made the finals. But I, I don't think they won that. Year. I think it was in the '90s the last time they won. Right, and even uh, '01 is 21 years ago. Yeah, right, right. Um, and Colorado's a winter sports town, right? I have no problem. Exactly. I have no problem. Yeah. Colorado. I have no problem with Colorado. No, that's pretty cool. Shit, I even liked Forsberg, and, and I didn't mind Sackick. Yeah, Forsberg and Sackler. It was and it was Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh. Oh, yeah, it was a good team. I, of all the of all the um, the goalies back then, I liked Waugh the best mm-hmm. over Hashik and Brodeur. What about Belfour? Eddie Belfour. I didn't mind Belfour. Yeah, um, I didn't like Belfour, but I didn't mind Belfour. But uh, Patrick Waugh was something special, man. There was there yeah. was something. Yeah, he was uh, he was a generational talent right there. He yeah, I mean, one, I probably I probably greatest. wouldn't have hated Brodeur if he played. On any other team, like I seen his commercials and stuff. Like now, I kind of could appreciate. If Brodeur I mean, played for the Avalanche, you want to hate him. You'd be like, you respect. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hated Brodeur because he I, played for. The I, I gotta tell you, even though he played for the Devils, I 
I thought Martin Brodeur was <laughs> one of the greatest goalies I've seen in my in my lifetime. Well, I, it's not to say that I'm not taking anything away from him. I just, although he also kind of he did benefit from the system, uh, the trap system yeah, they played, sure. and stuff like that. He he kind of, but you know, he was still he, he was, was really so good, yeah. fundamentally sound, man. He, yeah, he just he was he was so good. Um, so rating that, and then the NBA Finals, um, Golden State. Yeah, has a chance here, and um, the, oh, I guess Boston is two one right now. Two um, one Boston. Yeah, Boston's up two one. Uh, I I got to be honest, I haven't watched a second of the NBA Finals. Uh, I've watched I, a little bit. I'm following a little bit just because I'm actively again two teams that Golden State's wanted enough to where I don't I'm not thrilled with having them in it. But and Draymond Green's kind of a punk. Mm-hmm. But I just I just don't want Boston to win again. Like I, I just hate Boston. Boston's won enough. I, I just I just don't want him to win anymore. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't want to see thing is, that fucking kid at the parade. Yes, exactly. Fuck that kid. Now, aside from Horford, I don't hate. Any of the players? I mean, it's, it's no. Like I don't hate Tatum. To, I don't hate Jalen Brown. I don't like um, Marcus Smart. Yeah, I don't like Marcus Smart. Yeah, but you'd love Marcus Smart if he's on your team. Probably. Marcus Smart is Marcus Smart's the Philly grit guy that you'd love. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. If the Sixers sign Marcus Smart, I'd be like yeah, perfect right. guy off the bench, perfect. I mean, he's not even. I would start him. Shit, I think he's starting. Boston. Yeah. But um Yeah, so uh I, I, I don't have I I gotta be honest, I have no I have zero interest. I and and I talked about this earlier. You don't care who wins, but no, you I just, talked you... I, I talked about this earlier with Ryan. Uh no, I I, I prefer Golden State to win because I don't want to see Boston win either. But um I, I don't care. Like I, I gotta be honest. And I'm I'm gonna get a lot of heat for this, I think. NBA fucking sucks. The NBA product is terrible, and it's it's ter- it's terrible. And I think that you know, obviously, if the Sixers are in, I wouldn't be saying that right now, all right? But I just think that the the product itself is terrible. I think it's it's you know, look, Boston might have been a team that you know people didn't really expect to make it this far. When the playoffs started, though, I was like, ah, Boston, Boston's looking pretty. Pretty good, right? Like, you know, defensively yeah. and all that. And Golden State, think about Golden State and their team. Like, the, you know, they're just they're great. the finesse, jack up threes. Draymond Green's the tough guy. He's he's the instigator. He's he's the triple double type guy. I mean, but the rest of the team is. I just think about the the the, the league in general and and the product as it is as a whole. And, like, why, you know, is there really a lot of interest in the series, you know, aside from the national media because ESPN and NBA, ABC are going to cover it because it's their, their moneymaker, right? Right. ABC doesn't have Super Bowl. They don't have the World Series. This is, this is their bread and butter right now. Yeah. They don't have the, the Stanley Cup Finals because they don't give a fuck about hockey. So, 
this is their bread and butter. So it's in your face because it's, you know, ESPN's baby is the right. NBA. Does anybody really give a fuck? Because I got to be honest, I haven't really – Ryan and you were the only two people that I've actually talked NBA Finals with at all. Right. At all. Yeah. I haven't talked to NBA Finals with anybody. I don't think anyone – I don't think anybody cares. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd more I, – I, a lot more people were talking Phillies mm-hmm. around here than – Yeah, I don't think anybody cares. I think – and and I think unless you're living in Boston or, or San Francisco – and you know, and and you got the diehards, but aside from that, I don't I don't think anyone gives a shit. And I just think the yeah, NBA, like product, I said, the only reason that I give a shit is because I just don't want Boston. Yeah, I I can um, I can respect that. I can understand that. But yeah, I mean, Golden State's what? a good team, but they, you know what, Boston defensively is it's got something that's, and they're shooting threes too. Mm-hmm. So oh. it's 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 weird. Um, Fucking. Yes, that that's the other part of Fucking what milk dud looking motherfucker. I hate Horford. You know, I, 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 I used to I used to like it. Horford's another guy that I used to respect until he came here and shit the I, bed. I gotta be honest, I didn't like him before that. I didn't like uh, him. Really? When he was, I couldn't stand him when he was from Boston. This guy's a fucking bum. You know, like you I, know, I just didn't like him. You know the other guy who I hate on Boston. Tice or whatever his name is, Daniel Tice. Oh yeah, that dude. Yeah. That dude has the fucking punch me face. Mm-hmm. Like that's a hate to face dude in the worst way. And all the dude does is whines about calls mm-hmm. constantly. Like dude, you, you don't have the respect around the lead to whine about calls, right? Like you're not you're not LeBron. You're not. I, uh, I just James I Harden. hate him. You're not. I, he's he, he's such an irrelevant piece of shit player <laughs> that probably doesn't plays like eight minutes a game on that fucking team and he's like a top five hate the guy yeah like he's like in my top five hate nba players yeah that's a that's a good point yeah that's true because like he doesn't you know you don't you don't play enough to de- demand respect to the referees you don't yeah. play enough to to cry about calls and then by the time you, you you know you bitch enough, you're off the floor anyway. Right. Knock your shit off. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I mean, so that's uh, yeah, I mean, we touched on it. You know, I'm, Boston right now looks like they're in the driver's seat. Um, Golden State's got to adjust. Got to figure out how they're gonna win. I guess. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know how Golden State's gonna. Unless they're shooting the lights out, I don't, I don't know how they adjust. Yeah. So, anyway, but that's enough the only, about the well, that's that's always been them. That's always been their way. It's it's shoot, don't, and that's it. Like right. You know, aside from the year for Kevin Durant, uh, when Where, he yeah, Kevin inside, Durant inside inside little, presence, yeah. it's always been a shoot the lights out or we we don't do anything. Right. So and then you know they didn't have Clay Thompson the last two years for the majority of the last two years. So. There's that. I think he's been struggling this series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If he goes off and Steph is Steph, yeah. they're going to get back in the series. Yep. So, uh, let's do While You Were Drunk. Yeah, let's do it. I am not drunk, man. You're trying to make me drunk. It's time to catch up on some things you may have missed. Do you think a six-pack is, is acceptable? While You Were Drunk. I'm drunk and I love cats. 
What more do you need to know? Winnie the Pooh. So the uh, the trademark rights to Winnie the Pooh have expired. So on um, uh, I forget how they 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 list it, but like you can use the name Winnie the Pooh in domains right now, right? So some director jumped on the opportunity, and he's been working on this for a while, and made it official once the domain name became available. It was 1926, apparently. All right, is the is the year that the the, the uh, trademark was 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 named for Winnie the, or uh, made official for uh, Winnie the Pooh. So wow. the, so a director is making a movie called Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey. It's a horror movie. Really? So, so Winnie the Pooh and Piglet are going around killing people because Christopher Robin goes on goes off to college and leaves him alone. Oh my god, are you serious? Yes. I saw still photos. It's creepy looking. The That ma- looks awesome. The masks <laughs> the masks that these people are wearing are ridiculous. Like Piglet isn't He's not a piglet. Like, he's a boar. Like, he's got the, you know, the oh, boar. Oh, he's, na- yeah, 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 yeah. he's nasty. And then and then Winnie the Pooh looks like he's, like, all twisted. Like, his face is all twisted and stuff. So, it's a low-budget movie. But they're not, here's the best part. They're not allowed to use the name Tigger because Tigger's, uh, Tigger was 1932. So, he's, like, you know, another four or five years out. Before you can use his name. Oh, because it. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, so he. That's so, hysterical. So he's not in the movie, but yeah, Piglet and and uh, Tigger uh, and Winnie the Pooh are gonna be killing motherfuckers. That's so, awesome. Yeah. It's a shame that the. It's a shame you couldn't wait five years because I would have loved to have seen Tigger yeah. bouncing around on his tail and but it's now. It's not a tail anymore. Yeah. But dude, Tigger was the best, and and he'd be the, he'd be the one that would be mauling shit yeah, more than he, anything else. Yeah, he'd be dude. the he'd be the psychopath, <laughs> like fucking. Oh my god, yeah, and he's a fucking tiger. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You imagine that? So maybe the sequel will come out, and we'll see Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Dude, too. I hope that he gets the rights to him. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey Two, Electric Boogaloo. That'll be the second one. So that's coming out. I don't know. I think the end of this year or something. Uh, <clears throat> while we were away. Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson. Uh, did you hear about this, Mike? No. Before a game, um, you know, two different team, you know, two different teams, but they're friends. Uh, oh, Dave Peterson just said it's a it's a leather Texas Chainsaw Massacre type of movie. It looks strange seeing Winnie Winnie's a boar. Well, no, Winnie's not a boar. Winnie. So Piglet Piglet's is a boar. The Piglet's right. the boar. <laughs> Winnie is just a twisted looking bear like his face is all demented and stuff anyway so tommy fan before game taking on the san francisco giants slapped jock peterson in the outfield and it caused a big melee before the game bullpen cleared like everybody oh yeah it was over fantasy football are you serious so jock peterson told everybody basically what was going on was um, that there was somebody a, didn't pay up. It was an it was a uh, uh, an injured reserve pickup move. Mike's <laughs> covering this, and then he <sighs> the, the Josh Peterson basically took advantage of the rules 
he found a loophole and went through it and and uh oh, hates the player hates the game and, and tommy <laughs> first of all tommy fan like i i want to fuck with tommy fan but <laughs> um but tommy fan took a took offense to it and 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 decided to hit jock peterson out in the outfield so it it, it leads me to the question uh, have you ever had a uh, a fantasy football beef that led you to want to fucking hit someone? <laughs> Peterson just said, "I want my money, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but speaking of Naked Brewing, one of our last remote shows at Naked Brewing, we watched one of the guys that uh, we knew from you know one of the locals uh, that was on and talking during the show. A guy came up and slapped him. I don't remember. Oh my or god! Yeah. Oh my god! You're right. Oh my god! And that was over fantasy football. Oh my god! You're completely right. I com- was, I forgot about that. that. We yeah. were in the we were in the brewery. We were actually yeah. Yeah. yeah and he came up and then slapped him across the. What the fuck? And he was. Oh, that's fantasy football. We're like, what? Yeah, he made it me about fantasy football. I didn't, I didn't pay him or something, right? Wasn't it something like that? Yeah, it was something like. Oh, His name's well, Kyle. You know, His name's Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was something like, oh no, yeah, it was this happened, or you know, there there was some like controversy that went on. Um. So, did I ever want to punch somebody for fantasy football? Um, I I do right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think I know who it is. Um. You know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna even throw his name out there. Uh, fuck it, I'm throwing it all out there. I want to punch Al when he came up with this keeper league. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and we're seeing why now. In that same league, there's someone who doesn't understand what a keeper league insists of, and that the fact that you can trade a keeper for a pick, which was made loud and clear. Ah, uh, fucking Arizona is about to pile some runs on here. It's oh, six boy. to. Two six to three, lead cut in half in the seventh. Okay. Um, so and there's one out, so that's not bases second or third. Eh, oh boy, it's getting a little hairy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, the same league. There's a guy who completely doesn't understand how keepers work. Doesn't understand you can trade guys. He's probably not the only one. You can only have two keepers for the league. We made him an offer. Uh, and, and and let me let me preface this by saying last year he did nothing but bitch about the league and how trades are made, even though they were completely fair by the rules. He didn't under because he didn't understand how it went. He won the fucking league last year, which is a no. He didn't. He lost. All right, he lost in championship. You're right. You're like yeah. You're and right. he was pissed that he was pissed that he lost in the championship to me because I made pickups in the playoffs mm-hmm. because I had money left over to make the pickups or something and. Lo and behold, the pickups didn't matter because the rest of my team was just on fire. And yeah, I just you just blew them. it up. So it didn't matter anyway. He just wants to bitch because he doesn't understand the league. But uh, regardless, irregardless, which isn't a word, I, I want to <laughs> slap. I'm going to slap someone that says that word. Um, he accepted a trade that we offered him for a player that we cannot keep, and he can keep this player. And it's way better than any keeper he has on his team. Well, he does have Cooper Cup. He has Cooper Cup. You can have a, you have a second player. Yeah, the second, probably way better than anybody else. And he else. said, I, and we already made the trade, made it official, and he came out and said, I, I don't want to make this trade because I don't want him as a keeper. I didn't understand what this trade was because I thought I can have him for this year. Yeah. I'm, 
Uh, wrap your head yeah, around when, it. What? what when you what when you, you texted he, me about this, it was like, no, like you no, think, you don't you don't get three keepers when everyone else gets two keepers just you, because you traded for it. Yeah, you mean you just get to keep an extra guy on your team? So I, I want to slap the shit out of him because he's a fucking idiot. All right, enough of that. Uh, American Gold Star, Mother's Chair of Honor. All right, that's in okay. Citizens Bank Park. Section 137. Mother's Chair of Honor. It's the American Gold Stars, American Gold Star Mother's Chair of Honor. This was announced on Memorial Day at the Memorial Day game for the Phillies. Section 137. If you're walking on the concourse, you walk by 137, you'll see a white chair and you'll see a plaque in front of it. It's for um, any mother that's lost a kid in active duty. Very, very, very cool. We're going to give a second here. Well done by the Phillies organization to do that. That's really, really cool. Yeah, so they just have to... It's an empty chair. Write them and apply for the. It's an empty chair. You can't sit there. Well, even the, the no, mothers. It's, it's just a. It's just like oh, it's basically just, a, oh, okay. like a memorial chair. It's okay. just like a memorial chair, and it's got a plaque right in front of it, basically representing you know what what the cause is, and it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So. I want to bring that up. So. Yeah, good for them. I mean, you know. They always seem to do it losing, right, don't? Yeah, I mean, losing twenty five grand or whatever for the ticket or. Maybe that's a little bit steep. Losing ten grand or whatever for the ticket, you know. Is well, yeah, but it's an extra. It. It's an extra chair behind the section. They're not losing anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's an extra chair. Like they, they created a, like a white. They created okay. Yeah, okay. they just. But even it. so, it's still a nice. Yeah. It's a nice it's gesture. Nice, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of nice gestures, uh, Mark Rippon was sued by his ex-wife for emotional abuse. Mark Rippon, former Philadelphia Eagle. I guess you forgot about that. I did forget about that. And a former Super Bowl winner for the Washington Commodes. Probably won an MVP or something. Yeah, I think he probably did. Back No, in- they were the Redskins back then, and they're still the Redskins. But anyway. <laughs> back in 91, uh, Mark Rippon is sued for emotional abuse by his wife. I just well, I would to- be emotionally, you know, I'd want to emotionally abuse somebody if my team got changed from the Redskins to the Commanders. But- yeah, but is this, doesn't his son play too? Mark Rippon's son? I thought I Mark Rippon's son plays now. I don't know. Yeah, it was, that was pretty pretty crazy. And then uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick calls it a career. Oh, he finally called it a career, huh? Yep. Ryan Fitzpatrick says, see ya, I'm done. The beard is gone, man. 17 years, I think it was. Was it? Wow. Something like that, yeah. 16, 17 years, yeah. He, yeah, I mean, he just trudged along and... You know, found a way to play the like play the. Unlike a lot of the backup quarterbacks, he ended up. He's, he's seen good. Play, he's seen the play every. He's seen to find his way into the starting lineup almost every damn year. He played. He was. Uh, he was there every year, man. Like whenever he was a backup or something, he got playing time and he would play six, seven, eight games, and he yeah. made the best of it. Um, but his beard stinks. So fuck him. See ya. Yeah. And then my last story is controversial, and I might tear some people apart here. 
But Jack Del Rio, speaking of commodes, Jack Del Rio had some words uh, yesterday, the day before. I think it was yesterday. I, I, um, that uh, were controversial. Um, I don't know what the question was. And if someone out there can enlighten me, please do. There's people watching right now. Please enlighten me if you know what the. And I might, I might offend Dave Peterson here. I don't know. But I want to hear. I want you to hear me out. So, so Jack Del Rio was questioned something. Uh, he, and he compared the Black Lives Matters protests with the insurrection of January sixth. And did you hear about this, Mike? No, I mean, I I seen the headline. I didn't click on it to read about what. So, he basically said he doesn't understand why there's not a, a basically a deeper comparison between the two. And why one's being held in higher regard than the other as far as legal battles. Um, basically, what he's saying is, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, Black Lives Matters burn down federal, you know, burn down, not federal, burn down businesses, uh, which he's not wrong on. You know, they did. Right. Um, but, but basically, and that, he's right about that. They, they, he's right in the fact that. People should be held accountable mm-hmm. for burning down buildings. He's right. I'll give them that. But where he's wrong is, I don't know what the big deal is about the January sixth thing. It was just nothing. It was nothing but a dust up. Yeah, I heard the dust up word. That's it, a problem. Okay, that's a problem because a dust up, you, you first you of all, to, first of all, of, you you somewhat tried to overthrow your government. You, not like- you entered a government building and threatened to kill elective officials. You, you, and you threatened to overturn the democracy of America. That was the whole point of the whole thing. And this was, and this was over a lost election as compared to a loss of a life. That is not a dust-up. Like, that's my problem here. All right, so and 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 so so Dave. All right, so Dave said here, and I'm gonna re, I'm, I'm gonna give Dave his his say. Yeah, people's livelihoods are being destroyed, businesses are being burned down. No problem. That Dover said at the time, and then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Nothing burned down, and we're gonna make a major deal. I just think it's two standards. Okay, so he's <sighs> he's not. He's he's yeah, not I mean, wrong there because Del Rio is not wrong there because it is held in two different standards. However, that's not entirely true. The people who were caught for doing what they did, they were they were prosecuted. The people who burned down and were looting, if they caught them, you were getting arrested. You were getting thrown through the court system. The same, yeah, we got it, Dave. It's not your Yeah, he's good. Yeah, got it. Yeah, Dave, you're good. And but but the dust the the dust up thing with Del Rio that is the thing that is causing yeah dust it, up was not a good choice of words. <coughs> you tried to overthrow the American government and um, not Del Rio people. Um, you entered a government build. If I enter a government building and start screaming, I'm going to kill you. Uh, and I'm holding a, a sign that says I'm gonna hang, you know, hang your head and put your on a put your head on a stake or whatever the fuck the sign said. I forget what the sign said. You know, stuff like that. I, I'm getting arrested and I'm getting yeah, I'm the same thing. And um, the reason why it's being blown up is because they think that Trump was behind it. 
right? So that's why it's making as much of a wave as it is. That aside, the people who are responsible, who were caught, are being put through the same due process as the people who burned buildings and were caught, right? It's the same thing. Yeah, now there's, I guess, I'm, I'm guessing that there's, um, it's more publicized. And I'm guessing that there's more of an quote-unquote effort to find the people for the insurrection than there is to find the people from the Black Lives Matter protest. Mm -hmm. Although I think it was more centralized, I feel, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, again, not to get too political, but I feel that the, the motive behind one as compared to the other, it's never good, but I can understand the anger more for the one than the other, Mm -hmm. you know, people's lives as compared to a lost election um i don't know i i i don't want to get too deep into it yeah but, but people i mean, people still lost their, lost their lives that day too it's not like there was no deaths but regardless um i just wanted to bring out bring that out so the the, the uh uh the washington now the, now do i think that he should lose his job for it i don't know like well no but let me say this 90 something percent i I don't know what who knows maybe i'm maybe i'm over exaggerating let's say at least 75 percent of your team is african-american right and you just talked about black lives matter and how and you compared the two right and you're gonna walk into that locker room this is my biggest issue with is i'm a washington commodes fan uh and you walk into that that um and I'm forever going to call him the Commodes. The Commanders is the dumbest fucking name I've ever heard. Um, I'm the Redskins. And you walk and you walk <laughs> into that uh, locker room, and uh, and and these players are looking at you in the face, and you're trying to. If yeah, you're fired, and you're going to do this, and you're and they're going, fuck you, fuck you. I ain't fucking playing for you, you piece of shit. Like I'm telling you right now, that's what's going to happen. So I'm going to. I'm oh, Dave. Dave just posted a nice. Good for nice, Washington. I believe we the people needed to needed a wake up call as how our government has been fucking us all over. But to attack a meeting of our ruling bodies at our house where justice is supposed to live is wrong. Well said, Dave. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, well I don't said. have any problem with that. And he's right. Case, he's right on both fronts. Um But did it wake him up? No. Because, you know, we had a we just had a man shooting. Oh, by the way, the Phillies are only up six to five now. Oh boy. Jesus Christ. What were we saying before the show? We're winning eight in a row. You said it. You, I you thought it was six and nothing. I, and and I like, oh, six. we got another one in the bag. I, well, I said handily, like they're up handedly. We'll see what happens, guy. We'll see what happens. <laughs> it's a unicorn. Play back the tape. Uh. <laughs> right there, Ruby. Right there. Don't stop. Don't stop. Oh, you hit the spot. Fucking horse. And then he's dead. <laughs> That's the same guy. Same guy. <laughs> fucking, dude, that clip is ridiculous. I love it. Uh, all right, so there's that. So I just want to uh, bring that up. But they, he's been fined a hundred thousand dollars, and they're going to donate to charity. So there's that. Well, okay. So you're going to find. Oh, here's the best part. 
You're going to find Del Rio who works for your organization, and then you as an organization is going to take that money and donate it to a charity. Yeah, all right. It's counter, it, it's an, you're basically donating $100,000. That's all it is. Um, right. But my biggest my biggest thing, if I was in that locker room. Yeah, so you're saying, like, the NFL did right by just doing a fine. Well, the NFL well, didn't. But the, NFL didn't. The Washington did. Oh, Washington did. Yeah, okay. NFL didn't do anything. Right. Washington fined them 100, 100 grand. Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, basically, yeah, I mean, the NFL or Washington maybe didn't. Oh! The freedom of speech. Oh, home run, Reese. Nice. Upper deck. Oh, almost upper deck. So, nice. yeah, they didn't. Um, 7 5. They didn't need to um, fire them. For the words he said, but the fact that, like you said, the how the team's going to respond to it, mm-hmm. and what the performance on the team, what the backlash for the performance on the team is going to be, that might be just cause for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I do believe in some semblance of freedom of speech, even if you're an idiot and you, or if you make a comment that's really hard to backtrack from, as long as it's, you know, there's there's exceptions to it, but. What he said, I don't think was quite fireable for the saying. But yeah, I what it could what what it could mean for the team might be fireable. So I just want to mention something. Reese Hoskins hits the home run, right? Okay. Takes his bat, takes his bat in his forearm and kind of flips it, like flips it to the dugout. It doesn't do a complete bat flip, but flips it right. to the dugout. The pitcher immediately throws his hat down, like he knew it was gone. Takes it off, throws it down on the ground. But the most impressive thing was that Hoskins comes in on deck circle. Cassianos is standing there. And Hoskins stands next to Cassianos and starts talking to him. And telling him basically what he's throwing. And it hits him on the Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. It was interesting. Hmm. Or tells him something about his delivery, something. So uh, Peterson says, as long as, we th- as long as we think our brother who's a different color is less or more than another is absurd. I thought that we left that in our past. Why did we drudge it up in 2022? Enough already. Black Lives Matters is racist. Um, <clears throat> it's I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to get into that. I mean, I you know, as someone who doesn't stand in the streets and protests with it or against it, I'm not going to comment on that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of mi- there's a, it's a mixed bag on what the true, I don't uh, yeah all I'm all I'm gonna say is that I don't know if it's mm. completely been in our past but I think that it's not I no, think it's that not. it's been there's it's complicated it's it there's a pendulum that's swinging back and forth a little bit on this um, I feel that some of the lawlessness that's going on is um, because the Black Lives Matter has kind of gained momentum to take away momentum from the the police department and the Blue Lives Matters or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I can, you know, I can understand and appreciate somebody that's saying it may have gone that. One, I don't know if one has to do with the other, but um, I'm not going to say that it's not 
it's not important and it's not that there's not more recognition that should be done as a country to um to to be better just in general um is kind of where i want to say so i i don't completely you know i'm not dismissive of what you're saying but i think that there's he he's right he's right about his first part as long as we think our brother who's a different color is less or more than another is absurd he's a hundred percent right on that uh i thought he left it on our past and drudged up in 2022 enough already I, I I would like I would like to think that's true, Dave. It's unfortunately not, and it's not. It although maybe I'm wrong. I feel it's in. I feel over the last two years, it's gotten better. Maybe I'm being optimistic. Maybe I'm being, you know, blind. I don't know. You can call it what you want, but I do feel that in the last two years. Things have gotten a little bit better. So, uh, and Dave, I think we should close it out with this, with, with this subject here. When the last yeah. thing we notice is the color of the skin, and the first thing we look for is the beauty within, and the skies and the oceans are clear again, then we shall be free. Garth Brooks. Um, good with that. Yeah, I'm good with yeah. that. Yep. Good. Well done, Dave. So, uh, always good. Always a good contributor, Dave. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely, man. Uh, I do have a movie review. Uh, you know what? I you know what? Speaking of a movie review, I watched Jackass, the new one. Weekend. Yeah. All right. So why don't you do one and I'll do one? Because yours is newer than mine. Because okay. everybody's seen my movie, but I haven't seen it in thirty years, so I forgot about it. So why don't we do Gary's drunk movie review with Mike and Sean, and you do Jackass first, and I'll do Top okay. Gun. This is Corner Pub Sports Movie Review with Gary. Stay drunk or fuck you. All right, first of all, where did this beer come from? Heritage Surf IPA, Seattle City. Hmm. Where the fuck did that come from? It's Indiana Pale Ale with lime. Yeah. Where did this come from? Who brought this? I. It wasn't me. I. I don't think I would have went. I wonder with if the Chris lime. from Drunk Drunk Phil's fans brought this. I don't remember this beer at all. Hmm. All right, so you do jackass forever. So um, the 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 first thing that comes to mind with with jackass is there's a lot of penises. There was a lot of penises. <laughs> there was a lot of penises. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, it, a lot of things happened to the penis. PK Subban shot a puck at a penis. <laughs> A guy got punched in the piece. That poor guy probably had it the worst of anybody. Oh, um, yeah. The, the, Francis Nandua, the... or whatever his name is, uh, from UFC, who uh, actually Seth Seth has done uh, articles on him. Hardest punch in, in, in the sport right now and fucking pops him. <laughs> now, he's wearing a cup, but I don't even know how much that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um. Oh. The, the beast things. Dave said beers keep appearing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, um, the beast thing one on the penis. Oh my god! Yeah, like, Steve. Why? Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, then they're, they, they're dude, they form a whole hive and it just goes down. Yes. He's like, here's the queen. They're just gonna follow. <laughs> I'm like, dude, why? There was why? a lot. Of, there was a lot. Of, dude, how about the opening scene? Oh my god! With, with the, the dinosaur, yeah. it's a penis. Yes, 
<laughs> and then they bring out the fucking snapping turtle. The, the snapper turtle and it bites him. Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, it wasn't good enough. We got to try it again. Yeah, um, like, we got we got to do another take. We got to do another take. And then that and the um, uh, the other one was the other, the punching bag when they take the punching. It's a the fat, Preston Lacy puts his balls through the hole. And they took the oh, saw. They took the God. saws all with the boxing gloves. Oh, and they're like, we didn't get it quite, Preston. Let's do it again. And he's like, we gotta do it again. They weren't hanging as low the first time. Bring him down low. And he just and you see one dude grab him and pull him down, and then take his hand and wipe it on the other guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> the big fat guy. Um, dude, I uh, we saw that. That was one of the first movies we saw after the whole COVID thing. Yeah. And we laughed so hard in the theater, and we left going, we needed that. Oh, we, right, right, right. We, yeah, we yeah, needed yeah. the dumbass fucking movie. Like, the dumbass. <laughs> it, it was a guy's movie. It was disgusting, yeah. but it was like, dude. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I'm disgusted. I, you know, I'm sick over it, but I'm glad I watched it. I don't know if that makes sense. If yeah. you've watched a Jackass movie, I guess you'd... Yeah, Let, let's drink milk and then go on a, uh, a merry-go-round and spin it around as fast as we can. The it's... one guy drank, like, pig semen or something. Yeah, he has no problem doing uh, it. Chris, and he was Chris, like, oh, Chris, yeah, no, Chris, this is, yeah. this Chris has... taste, this tastes better than it. Oh, yeah, I was like, dude, oh. Dave just nailed it. The best, the best one in the whole movie was this. The snakes in the oh dark. Oh, my God. The snakes in the dark I room. I hate snakes. <laughs> dude, <when> he... <laughs> So it was, what was it called? Silence of the Lambs. They were like, "This is Silence of the Lambs," and he puts the thing on <laughs> the dark light thing, and they they act like there's a, a poisonous snake in the room, and they're hitting them and shit. They come behind them and the <laughs> yeah, they they put like rubber snakes around them and stuff. And the guys like the guys are jumping up on couches and stuff. Like, oh my god, that was messed up. And it was like this the snake is extremely poisonous, and you just hear the door slam, boom, and the lights go out. They're like, ah, the right, one was, guy gets like. Climbs over like a whole bunch of mouse traps and like thumb pins. And stuff. Yeah, it was like thumbtacks and <laughs> mouse. Tra- Dude, basically, <laughs> I found a door. And they don't know there's fucking frying pans hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> uh, all right, so mine. And then the one guy got you know bit bit by a snake. Oh yeah. Oh. So. I had COVID last week and I sat around and watched. Uh, I first of all I watched Stranger Things, the whole, uh, the whole, well, whatever they released, and I watched wherever released the boys, the first three seasons or three episodes. Uh, apparently, there's new ones released tonight. Have you, do you watch the boys, Mike? No, I, it, I. Keep, oh, dude. Yeah, I know. It's oh. it's on my list. Um, no, oh. did you? So Stranger Things, like, yeah. did you watch all the seasons before this or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I only so, watched the first season. So I watched all of them up until um, whatever they released, and then there's two more episodes, and then they're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, the release is in July, and that's very good. And the boys is – I don't even have words, dude. Yeah, the I know. Boys I, I are fen- – that show is phenomenal. Um, but then I watched uh, Top Gun and because I haven't uh, seen it in so long. The first one, not Maverick, the first one. Oh, you haven't seen Maverick yet. Or did you? No, I heard it's very good. I've Everyone heard. said is raving about it, saying it's really good. Uh, I got to be honest. Um, so I watched the first Top Gun for the first time in a long time, and um, 
It's just okay. That movie's it? a piece it's of like, shit. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, it's a piece of shit. Like, th- that did not deserve a sequel. And I, I know that people are going to piss, piss on me. That movie sucked. Uh, Kelly McGinnis is terrible. Um, Tom Cruise is already in it. You know, Val Kilmer. It's so fucking cheesy, man. It's so cheesy. And the music's terrible in it. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, it's just a bad movie. It's just yeah, a bad I mean, movie. Uh, I didn't think it was that good. <laughs> I, I, I hate Tom Cruise. I didn't think that that was... I agree. I didn't think it deserved a sequel to the point no. where, like, I'm not, like... Even though I heard the second one's good and probably better, I don't really have any desire to see it. No, like, why did... Why did his partner... Like, why did his part, his buddy die? Like, why did he die? They both ejected from the plane. Why did he die? What happened? <laughs> like, how did Goose die? I, I want to know. And then he, like lows about it for the last half hour of the movie. And he's drinking and she comes and tries to talk, get away from me and she leaves and moves out. She just leaves. She said, Fuck you, I'm leaving. She moves it to another fucking state and somehow shows up and puts a song in the jukebox. Get the fuck out of here. Bruckheimer is the worst. Alright, Jerry Bruckheimer sucks a dick. Alright. <laughs> you ever suck some dick for marijuana? I don't know. Ask Jerry Bruckheimer. Maybe he did. <laughs> All right. Well, that's all I got, guys. That's all I got. All right. Hey, this is a fun show, man. It was a good it show. Was. It was. Yeah. It wasn't. It didn't have the comedy relief that, you know, it usually. It was comes fine, with, but we but had stuff we had to cover. We we had to cover the firing of Joe Girardi. No, uh, and I. You know what? I, I like the the serious, more kind of laid back. Yeah, shows. We'll, and we'll uh we'll get in. You know, next week we'll be right back into it again. So next week I won't be there to even kind of. Yeah, rain you know, it in. Real yeah. rain, rain things back in. So the and into, if you're and expecting it, the ADD, it, it's coming, coming back with vengeance next week. Yeah, probably. And in two weeks, again, in two weeks, um, we will, uh, we will have uh, a remote show on Sunday. So we have next Friday, and then the following week, no Friday show, but Sunday show. All right, mm-hmm. at Nick's Roast Beef on Cotman Avenue with Drunk Phillies fans, Drunk Phil's fans. Uh, Steve Jeltz will be there raising money for the Darren Dalton Foundation. We want you to be there. Um, Nick's Roast Beef on Cotman Avenue, June 26th. Starts at 1 o'clock. We will Nick's Roast Beef's good food, too. Oh, dude, the food's fantastic. The beers are good. We're going to have Jan the Batter on tap. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Alec Baum just made a hell of a catch in foul territory over the fence. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just, he, it's rare that you hear something like that. Yeah, he made a – like. Stomach, stomach on the guardrail, bend over, catch. That was a great catch. So, all right, we will see you guys. Uh, Dave Peterson said, great night show. Uh, great, great guys. Uh, Jesus Christ. Great <laughs> night, guys. It was a good show tonight. Some nights go off the rails. Some are informative. That's, that's, that's what uh, that's CPS awesome, great. You never know what you're going to get. That is true. Yes. I thought tonight like was one of our of uh, more informed, more than <laughs> <laughs> a Yeah, you're right. We'll see you guys next week. Penis out, Mike. Penis out.